0: You're listening to sports and corks, I'm Emily, and I'm joined by our guest Raul, who has joined for previous episodes, not recently because of the panini, but you know we're gonna talk n f l it'll be great um yeah,
1: thanks for having me on
0: emily thanks for joining like for of i'm course. excited um for folks who like listen regularly we often like reference raul with when it comes to like oh he probably like knows about the numbers like our numbers guy or like stats guy um and it's because raul pays attention to the things outside of like oh this game happened but like the viewership and different things like that um the bigger commentary
1: i I pay attention to things nobody usually cares about so i like to comment on that here and there
0: well it's appreciated it brings a different perspective that like emily and i usually are not um addressing or thinking about because we're just like, yeah, this game was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: no, glad I can do that. And, uh, glad to be on the podcast.
0: All right. So we're going to just like blow through college football. Um, some of the big games that Emily and I spoke about last week, the Arizona BYU game, BYU won and uh, sad face. I don't love BYU. They won 27, 17, (laughs) uh, (laughs) And then some more West Coast football. San Diego State beat Pac-12 team Utah. So hoping to see some good things out of San Diego State this season. Like They're ranked, and hopefully that means good things in terms of representation for the Mountain West. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean great things for the Wyoming Cowboys, but we can all like hope for the best there.
1: I, I support Wyoming. That's my uh, college football
0: analysis. That's that's a very positive one. That's a good one. Um, You know they've won every game this season so far.
1: That's good. How many games have there been? Two.
0: Uh, They've played. I thought three.
1: Okay, as you can tell, I pay attention.
0: I know. (laughs) 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 Um, No, I'm trying to think. Maybe it is two. I don't know. I they have won all of their games. I. And they've looked okay. So I'm fingers crossed they keep doing all right. They keep having a good showing. Oh, yeah, they played three. They beat Montana, oh. um, State, Ball State yeah. this last weekend, and Northern Illinois two weeks ago. Okay. And I thought Northern Illinois was kind of random. And I remember that like a couple of years ago, Northern Illinois, Illinois came to Laramie. And it poured rain, so there was a rain delay. The game didn't finish until three a.m.
1: Oof. I don't remember this. Was was this when we were there or after?
0: Um, it was when I was there for grad school. It was my last year. Oh, okay. So it was after.
1: Okay. It was. Yeah.
0: yeah it it was not a great time. So that like game, I was like, oh, they're finally playing them again. <laughs> Uh, And won again and fortunately did not. It was not a long drawn out game. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Iowa State beat UNLV, Iowa State. Hopefully they continue to be on an upward trend after losing to Iowa last week. UNLV, I'm really not sure if I'm not really sure how UNLV is going to do. It's okay. They're a basketball school. And Alabama beat Florida, but it was close. It was closer than I anticipated. Alabama won thirty-one twenty-nine, 29. So maybe Florida is pretty good this year.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I'm looking like I just saw that score and I'm like, wow, that's like, that's a close game.
0: Yeah. Kentucky Alabama just
1: blows out everybody.
0: Yeah. Even other SEC teams. And yeah. I don't know. It's not that Alabama looks bad. Like Alabama is a very good team again this year.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. Florida must be good.
0: I mean, that's good. Mm-hmm. That it, it helps the SEC as Texas and Oklahoma join it and <laughs> get to be the bottom of the barrel there. Uh, moving on. More SEC. Auburn lost to Penn State, 28-20. I like to see the Nittany Lions win. I know that's a very hot take in different circles, but... I don't know. They did their whiteout and that's so fun and I I love a good Penn State game. And then Fresno State another um Mountain West upset of the Pac-12, which bad look for the Pac-12. Like I really want to like cheer for the Pac-12 so that people take the Pac-12 seriously, but then they lose to Mountain West teams, which like I'm biased towards the Mountain West teams more than the Pac-12 teams, so Fresno State won 40-37. So it's looking like these California Mountain West schools are here to win. Mm. That's Mountain awesome. West Conference doing good. Yeah. It's, I'm liking the way it's looking and yeah. hoping for lots of positive things. And then this weekend, some games to just kind of be on the lookout for. Notre Dame plays Wisconsin. That's like Saturday afternoon. I think it's at noon Eastern. Um mm-hmm. Texas, A&M, Arkansas, two ranked teams, but but, A&M is ranked. Arkansas is not. Um, I mean, maybe Arkansas is actually very good as they beat Texas last weekend, or maybe Texas is terrible. Who knows? (laughs) Texas beat Rice this weekend, like 50-something to zero, but that's not saying much by beating Rice at football. Mm. Even JFK had something to say on that.
1: Yeah, even I can say
0: that. that's a deal. <laughs> uh, Rice is the Harvard of the South. They How? are not the Alabama of <laughs> Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa State plays Baylor, a pretty friendly rivalry within the Big 12. Um, I'm sure anyone who's on Twitter and follows me or Emily will see some Iowa State people popping up. Uh, the Tailgate Society is not an Iowa State website, but a lot of folks went to Iowa State, so we'll see a lot of the, that this week. And then some two some Pac-12 games that should be pretty fun. So UCLA versus Stanford. Stanford upset USC two weeks ago, and I mean, UCLA just took that loss to Fresno State, so I think it's going to be an upset. Um I think, I think Stanford's going to beat UCLA and then Colorado plays Arizona state. That's the PAC 12 after dark game. It could be really fun. I mean, Colorado held Texas A&M 10 to seven for the game two weeks ago. And while Arizona state lost to BYU, they might come back with like a vengeance, but at the same time, I I'm thinking Colorado might be looking pretty strong this week. We'll see crazy Mm -hmm. things can happen. Saturday evenings with the Pac twelve, yeah.
1: Pac twelve after dark.
0: It's, we'd love to see it. It's yeah. the best time for football. I I like Pac twelve after dark very selfishly because it's you know you're typically out and about mm. in the evenings, and it's like oh we can watch something fun and right. crazy that right. like people on the East Coast are like I have fallen asleep for this. <laughs>
1: It's like two AM for for them there.
0: Yeah. They're like, I cannot stay up to watch some team that like I don't even know where this is. Yeah. Which fair, fair enough. Yeah. So college football, good weekend coming up. We're going into week four. Should be good things. But NFL. We're here yeah. to really to talk about the NFL.
1: That's what that's what I'm here for.
0: <laughs> I so, like that.
1: Yeah. So, like, just to start off, I think the big game from the weekend um was the you know the Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson showdown. Were you able to watch any of it? The Chiefs versus the Ravens?
0: I have seen clips of it,
1: yeah, very exciting game um I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched a vast majority of the game, and that that was a that was a really good game and i apparently so I'm on some group chats you know on WhatsApp and other places. I am f- apparently finding out people don't like Patrick Mahomes. Is this like something I've just completely missed out on?
0: People are... don't like Patrick Mahomes. That's a very recent thing, at least in like the circle of people I talk to. Like,
1: what what happened? <laughs> like, why? What is ever? Like, I was just shocked that like all these people they were just like rooting for Mahomes to lose, and I was like, what happened to Mahomes? I like him. <laughs> do, you, yes. I mean, could you, do you have something? Or do you know the reasoning?
0: I would guess it was because he started doing so well. Like, you know, the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl back-to-back years, and it's easy to hate on Patrick Mahomes, even though, like, I think Patrick Mahomes is, like, a person. He's he's out here doing a lot of good things. He's very engaged in the Kansas City community, so that's mm-hmm. awesome. Like, uh-huh. good dude for the most part. Like, I don't care about the Chiefs, but did I root for them when they played against the Buccaneers? Yes, Like, of course, (laughs) (laughs) and
1: we'll get into that.
0: I know. I know. (laughs) But he I, I, I think it's just like easy to make the person who's very good the villain. And we know that Mahomes has many years left in him yeah it's not like he's on his way out and it's like oh he's just like so cute and whatever like no he's very young in his career so it's like oh i'm gonna start disliking him now because i know that he's gonna beat my team
1: he's so good he's so
0: good and he's so likable
1: how this see this is what i this is what i was like i was like you guys just don't like winners apparently like people that win just don't like people just turn them into villains and I, know, I don't, maybe I've never been like that. I, I think Taffy Mahomes is so good and he, he's, he's crazy talented. And I see some of the throws he makes, and it's, it's just like, it is actually like sometimes mind boggling the yeah. throws that he can make. And he makes it look effortless at times. It's yeah. incredible.
0: He, I think he's going to be like this great quarterback of our time. So, like, obviously, Tom Brady's 44. He's on his way out. Are you sure about that? He's not on his way out, as in he's going to be gone in, like, the next three seasons. But, like, he's not going to play from home's full career.
1: Right. At least we think
0: for now. I mean, I would be impressed. They'd have to make that man a titanium human to be able to play for the next 20 years knock on wood assuming mahomes doesn't have any major injuries and so mahomes could have this really good long career and so you get the older guys out of the league you Mm -hmm. have this this young bunch of quarterbacks young players and mahomes is the one that is like the shining star and people know like oh he's gonna come and play my team and win Mm -hmm. like as a bills fan I like, no, it's going to be a challenging game when they play the Chiefs.
1: Right. And I think, you know, Patrick, I mean, if you really think about it, and is, you know, Patrick Mahomes very well could have three Super Bowls already if it yeah. wasn't for Tom Brady because yeah. they lost in the AFC championship game like right there at the end. Um, then they won the following year. And then last year, uh, of course, uh, they lost to the Bucks. Like Mahomes in his like, well, this is his fifth year or something. Like yeah. he could already, he could have potentially had three Super Bowls. Like this guy is really talented. And I, I think people need to appreciate like, this guy's really good. And yeah, I guess as a fan of other teams, that probably doesn't make you super happy because he's most likely going to beat your team because he's yeah. just that good. Yeah. And, you know, he, he's going to, he's, as long as, like I said, no major injury. Yeah. Mahomes is up. He's going to be around for like the next 15 years
0: yeah he he's going to do well and he's likable it'd be one thing if he was kind of a jerk but right. he's like a likable dude he's joking around he looks like he's having fun kind of like brett Favre did mm-hmm. when he played for green bay right. where he was just like out there playing the game having a great time and everyone liked him
1: yep i i agree uh... And on the other flip side, of course, let's not forget Lamar Jackson, also a very good
0: quarterback. Oh, for sure.
1: Very good quarterback. Very exciting to watch. Um, and he, he 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 basically won them that game. They're, uh, you know, down there at the end of the game. And he's another great quarterback. But again, just going to be honest, he's, he's no Patrick Mahomes.
0: No. like and that's, and that's not a knock on him. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah like it's it's appreciating that like they're both really good, but it's that difference in like level when you're comparing like LeBron James to like maybe Kevin Durant yeah like LeBron
1: to Kevin Durant or even you know, and yeah, like a very, very great player to another great player just maybe not as great yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I really – I think the Ravens have had a little bad luck already to start the year with a lot of injuries. But um, I think Mahomes and Lamar Jackson is – it has the potential. And I think we've already kind of seen it to be like the Brady and Manning years where Brady and Manning just basically fought it out like every playoffs, every game. Yeah. Like I think we're setting up for Mahomes and Lamar Jackson to do that, um, you know, for the next 10 years. And you can throw in even Josh Allen at this point.
0: Like with oh. Mahomes. You're saying nice things about Josh Allen. So when Tom Brady retires, are you going to become a Buffalo Bills fan?
1: Uh, not a Buffalo Bills fan, no. As you know, I'm a very, I'm not a team supporter. I know. I'm, I'm weird like that. I just support players. I will support Josh Allen. Um, I think he's, and I'll be completely honest, I did not think he was going to be this good, uh, you know, just putting that out there. But he's he's pretty good. And he also makes some throws, and I think he made one. Um, he made one on Sunday where he like threw it across like his body to the opposite side of the field, and it was just like, and it, it was like an insane throw. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's pretty good. So I'm, I'm a little bit. I, I see Josh. I can see Josh Allen being great. I see that. He
0: he can. I think he's going to do well. Like Josh yeah. Allen's very talented. However, I do understand as much as I like support him as a mm-hmm. fellow Wyoming alum, these other young quarterbacks are going to be, they're, they're all in different tiers. And I don't know if Josh right. is like up there with Mahomes and Lamar. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I, 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 I he's definitely not up there with Mahomes.
0: No, I, no, no, he's no.
1: Definitely not Patrick Mahomes. You can maybe potentially have the argument with Lamar Jackson, but. Mad up for
0: debate. It's when Josh uh, is having like a really good day. And right. I'm hoping this season that he like is more consistent in every game and it's just like mm-hmm. a good showing. Right. Um because he is getting older. He has more experience. He yep. should be comfortable with where he is. He he has a feel for things, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: we'll see. I mean, there are obviously like quarterbacks in the league that I'm like how, why? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: How'd you I'm, get here? Oh, you're still playing? What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, I was talking to one of my friends about, it was kind of a you know debate with, you know, Josh Allen, Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. And he, and again, I got to get into Brady. I got to talk about him, but he was telling me all this, like Lamar Jackson can run and throw, like no other quarterback can do that. And, you know, I still think like a quarterback definitely needs to be a, a, a good passer to really succeed. And, uh, you know, I, I find this, this is the one thing you could say about Lamar Jackson and even Patrick Mahomes to an extent is like, they sometimes extend plays too much, which can potentially put them at risk for injury. And even Josh Allen sometimes does that um, when it's not needed. And I think I wish some of these quarterbacks would like sometimes just go down, you know, just think of the long, like the long game, and not just the, like, the current play. And, you know, even Patrick Mahomes has gotten injured doing a play where he maybe just should have gone down or threw the ball away. You know, he didn't need to run around for 20 yards, then potentially get sacked and get hurt. Because, you know, we have a fine example in front of us, and that is Tom Brady, who does not do any of that and just manages to win constantly. Ugh. I know you love Tom Brady, Emily.
0: Tom Brady is my favorite, yeah, athlete of all time.
1: Okay, like, let's, <laughs> let's, okay, I gotta talk about Brady. A bit.
0: I know, <laughs>
1: like, you, you, you have to find this impressive on some level, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady is an impressive athlete, but I don't like, I don't like him.
1: <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Like, you don't have to like him, but I mean. I know, and this is the funny part. Everybody says this. He is 44 years old. And I don't know if you like how much you watch Brady, but his arm strength is still there. And I have no idea how. Like, you'll you'll see him, like, rip passes sometimes that he was making 10 years ago, or even at this point, 20 years ago. It's like his arm strength has not diminished. I mean, okay, he's probably not, like, you know, 2007 Brady. But for his age and tenure, like he still has a really good arm. And I just think Tom Brady is ageless. I think he's going to play forever.
0: He's not. I'm he's sorry probably. to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> he has a couple seasons left in him. Um, and like also, why would you want to keep playing if your body? Because as
1: but that's the thing. Does he really he doesn't get hit? This was what I was trying to it's say. True,
0: he doesn't get hit, but his body is still aging and like he takes really good care of his body. He doesn't right. eat anything bad. He's super clean. He yep. doesn't have fun when it comes to food or drinks <laughs> or life. Like he lives a very boring life so that he can be very good at football. Yeah. But I think he'll get to a place where he'll be like, I've won a lot. I'm very good. I can retire and like not have CTE and just enjoy life.
1: I have seven Super Bowls. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. See, this is,
1: and I I totally get obviously ages of one day going to catch up to Brady, even though I'd like to believe it won't, but it will. But this is what I was talking about with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar and all these other quarterbacks. Like Brady does not take the hit. Like Brady lives for the next play. Like if something isn't there, Brady's like, I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to like take the risk. Right. Um, and I think that's what has helped him play so long. He doesn't get, he gets rid of the ball quickly. And if he doesn't get rid of it quickly, he goes down or throws it out of bounds. Um, and it seems like it's counterintuitive and it sometimes can seem boring or, you know, it's not flashy, right. You know, like Patrick yeah. Holmes is flashy. Like some, some of the stuff Brady does is very, it's not flashy. He'll just like throw these five yards, you know, in routes or out routes and just, like, kind of pick you apart slowly. Um, But I I just, like, I feel like people, and I know I feel like more people have started gaining respect for Brady over the years. Like, people have gotten, you know, like there always used to be this Manning is better than Brady or somebody. Like, at this point, if you don't think Brady's, like, the greatest quarterback ever, like, something's kind of wrong with you. I'm sorry if that offends anybody. But, like, is there, like, I can give you any stat in the world, and it's Brady's. (laughs) Like it's like hard to even debate against it at this point. Um and I just I love watching him and I just think he doesn't look he looks great every Sunday. It's incredible.
0: I know you have a man crush on Tom Brady.
1: I do, and I admit to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, But he like, is really good. Yeah. yeah. He he is good and he
1: appreciate he does the greatness. Job of take, yeah. That's all I gotta say to people is you gotta appreciate like not a, not people don't come around like that like you got to appreciate what somebody does and
0: yeah it. he he and lebron yes. they they think about what you said the next play and so yeah. they're not doing things that would like put them in a position where they won't be able to succeed in the long term of course mm-hmm. both of them know that they can only play their sport for so long right but they like are very intentional in how they treat their body both like while competing and mm-hmm. while away from it. Um, right. I mean, there are indulgences, but for the most part, they're pretty, pretty strict about what they do and making sure like they know that they are getting older. And so that mm-hmm. means they have to accommodate for that. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of both like your, how you're training and like how your flexibility and all of this. And yep. so it it is very admirable to see that. Like it, it's mm-hmm. very interesting. It's good to like, it sets a good precedent. Um, that doesn't mean I have to enjoy them, though. I'm like, I can appreciate what you're doing. I can appreciate that like, yeah. what you're doing within your sport is, like, incredible. I, I like LeBron James a lot off the court. When LeBron wow. James plays any team, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to watch him. I know he's incredibly talented. But right. I'm just like, oh, you whine too much. Tom Brady, it's not that he does, He whines too much. I just think he's not a great person. Um <laughs> Oh,
1: man. That's uh, fine. I, I'm not going to debate his... Yeah. Uh, I'm just you know. talking strictly on field.
0: Yeah. And on the you field, know. he's great. And, like, he's a good leader. Um, Yeah. And
1: the other... Can I make a real quick point? Of course. Up here, up to the Twitter trolls out there. For the people. <laughs> I am, I am like, semi-sick of people. Like, just every time Brady wins, it's always his O-line, his defense, his his receivers... I just feel like people just love to, like, eventually at some point, you guys got to realize either Brady is just the luckiest football player ever. And if you want to hold that belief, go for it. But at some point, Brady has just been succeeding everywhere with every team, with every kind of player. Like, some of that is probably has to do with him a little bit. Like, you can't just keep saying, like, his O line, his O line, or the defense bails him out. Like, eventually, that some of that success is Brady because he's been doing it for long enough that you can't just, you know, again, if you want to hold the belief he's the luckiest player ever, go for it. But a lot of the success he's had is due to him. I mean, he came to the Buccaneers, a historically losing franchise. You know, they were not like they were, I think in the past 20 years before they, before they got Brady, I think they had the worst uh, record in the NFL. You can fact check that, but I'm pretty sure it's true. And he he won a Super Bowl in the first year he was there. Like, you people got to give him some credit that keeps saying it's not him. It's just the team around him.
0: Like, at some point,
1: that's not true.
0: Yes. I think it helps that he came from the Patriots who were not good. The Patriots were not good before Tom Brady. Yes. It's a fact. That's Um, a fact. Bill Belichick
1: (laughs) also, by the way, everyone, has a losing record without Tom Brady. Just so we're clear.
0: Yes. I. But I do think, I think all his time with the Patriots and with Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is a pretty good coach. Yes,
1: he is. I'm and not he saying did. he's not a great coach. I'm just saying a losing record before Tom Brady. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, so, like, the it's, he, it helps that it was Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. It helps that, like, Bill Belichick takes all these pieces like mm-hmm. as a coach again it's so it's he's an excellent coach and he does this yeah. really great thing where he has tom brady is like the focal point and then he mm-hmm. built around him where like mm-hmm. the patriots are doing well for so long it's not like they had all these like first round draft picks that were just like amazing but yeah they, they picked did. last
1: every draft basically. yeah
0: yeah and <laughs> they the did the most with it if and It's very, so that speaks to like the coaching of Bill Belichick plus like Mm -hmm. the leadership of Tom Brady and like how it all like gels together as a team. So then he, you know, he's played there for so long, he kind of understands how to make that work going to the Buccaneers. You can take that like same framework
1: and apply it anywhere. Like, yeah, make anything work. Yeah. And he, that's kind of what Brady did. He kind of took that framework and took it to the Bucs. And uh, at that point, you know, he had won enough, like everybody kind of fell in line. And yeah. didn't like question it. Yeah. And it kind of, you got rewarded. You won one year in.
0: Yeah. So it, yeah. it's definitely, it's him, it's his talent, but it's also, I think if he hadn't had the success that he had with the Patriots, him mm-hmm. going to the Buccaneers, it would have taken a little bit longer, but because yes. he has like the reputation where mm-hmm. if he's like, I need you to do this, like your strength is this, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you're going to go do this. Yes. Um, and, and so, like, I think if Tom Brady, when Tom Brady retires, if he chooses to stay in football, like, it'd be interesting to see if he becomes a coach because I think that would be a good fit for him. Right. And,
1: yeah, that, that's, yeah, to be seen. But, de- yeah, he definitely has that leadership. Yeah. And he has the success now behind him where it's kind of hard to question him, yes. especially some of these younger players. Like, you probably don't want to, like, say – you don't like tom brady you don't know what you're talking about it's yes. probably not going to go over too well
0: um no tom brady will be like i've been playing football professionally since before you were born yes sit and down Won a lot yeah you know, the
1: funny thing is that's the great even like with the bucks like they do have i will they have good receiver talent like between mike evans chris godwin even Rob Gronkowski, um like they have like a pretty decent antonio brown and Brady doesn't like play favorites. Like he'll just pass it to who he thinks is open and like no receiver. I don't think any receiver would complain about it. Like you see with other quarterbacks, you know, Oh, the quarterback didn't pass it to me. Like, I don't think anybody's doing that to Brady.
0: No, no. Cause they understand there's like a method. And I think it, that to get to that takes time to cultivate that type of leadership, that type of trust. Um, and so with Tom Brady being one of the older quarterbacks, we'll have a couple more years of seeing that. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has that and he's on his way out. Right. Um, it, it's apples and oranges there. So yep. um, we'll see how, what the, the younger quarterbacks kind of do in the coming years, who kind of like picks up that same mm-hmm. like leadership style and how they, how the teams kind of fall. Who ends up being really good as a result of being like, oh yeah, this actually works.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: for any sport yeah. you can do that. If you're like you, you yeah. don't have to have the most talented people. You just have to have one person who's like, okay, we're gonna do this, and this is how yeah. we're gonna make it work. And it like, kind of works. Yeah, like isn't that the whole point of Moneyball? That was
1: that was the whole Moneyball plot was you got to find people that have a specific you know talent or skill and utilize it.
0: Yeah, and. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, they got it. They other, did that, yeah.
1: I mean, Brady, you know, again, to his credit, he knows he can't run.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, he,
1: he, yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't try to extend plays. Like, that's yeah. just, you know, he doesn't do it. And good for him to know that, you know. Yeah. I and mean, I think players, other players, other quarterbacks should know, hey, I'm not good at this particular thing. Maybe I shouldn't do it or put myself in unnecessary risk
0: or even if they are good at it, like when Josh Allen will come out of the mm-hmm. pocket and hurdle people yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah. my gosh, don't do that. You're going to tear your hamstring. Right.
1: And Yeah. That's just like, that's unnecessary, like injury risk. Yeah. You know, I just feel like you don't need to do that. Um, that's just what I think. Who knows if I'm right or wrong, but I think, uh, I, have Brady I, think right. a, I have a Brady, uh, I have the Brady research behind me and oh that's pretty telling. Gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Any other teams you watch in the NFL? Any other games? Or
0: I mean, I've been. It takes me a minute before I like really get into NFL NFL, when it when it's the fall because I'm like college football and um, Sundays are a hard day, Um, so I'll kind of just get the highlights and check things out and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I primarily focus on the Bills. I'll pay attention to the Broncos. They're doing not too bad. Um, I thought they were going to do worse. I thought they were going to start worse. So I don't have any attachment to the Broncos, but you know, we know a lot of people.
1: The Broncos just kind of need a quarterback. Really? That's just, that's their missing link. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater may be that quarterback. Maybe it's been two games. It's hard to tell, but like they have a, the Broncos have a great defense. They have great playmakers. Um, And maybe Teddy Bridgewater will be that quarterback, but they definitely have a, you know, they have a full team that is definitely very good and, you know, should win a decent amount of games.
0: Well, and hopefully with John Elway having less of a say in things, they have the opportunity to thrive. Yes.
1: Um, I'm still kind of shocked John Elway, like didn't get fired for not being able to find a quarterback for like seven years, but Hey, he still has the job.
0: I mean, they kind of pushed, they changed his job a little bit so he didn't have yeah, as much power. Yeah, they changed power. it. Yeah. Right, but right. I think it's just, I think people in Denver and Colorado in general would have been like, what? You're making him go away even though he was making terrible business decisions.
1: Yeah, it's not, I mean, I mean, you can kind of go, I mean, they're, you know, the Broncos have drafted well, but yeah. at quarterback, they have not made the best decisions.
0: Like maybe that Peyton Owee Manning was here. the only good one recently. Yeah,
1: and that kind of fell into their lap.
0: Yes, uh, you know,
1: I don't, I don't. Maybe John Elway deserves credit for that, but I mean, there was reports like, you know, that Peyton Manning's like number one preferred destination is the Broncos. So maybe John Elway deserves more credit for that.
0: No, yeah. I don't think so. He should have gotten Josh <laughs> Allen.
1: <laughs> yeah, he could have.
0: He could should have. have. Yeah, I mean, That would have been a very smart move in terms of, like, a, a market yeah. perspective. A market, yeah. He
1: got the whole geographic, you know. That would have been the smart decision to make, but meh, they didn't. They took somebody that I think, I I shouldn't say. I don't know who they took instead of him, but I don't probably know. won't be, like, a 20-year game changer potential like Josh Allen.
0: No. I mean, Josh mm-hmm. Allen is, like, bringing the Bills back. He could yep. have done it for the Broncos, but... Yeah, yeah, it's neither here nor there. We're not in that front office. <laughs> no, yeah, we're decisions.
1: not. <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: want, want to talk about the NFL as a little overall? Yeah. Some things? So do you, uh, So as a whole, I just want to, everybody to know the NFL is not dead. Um, just Just so we're kind of clear there. I feel like there's people out there that think the NFL is dying, but it's not. Uh, the Bucks Cowboys uh, Week One Thursday Night Football got a twenty four point. They got twenty four point eight million viewers that first Thursday. To put that into perspective, that's going to be higher than every single sporting event, outside of the NFL. Like that's going to beat the NBA Finals. That's going to beat the MLB or the World Series. That's going to. Uh, I think that's going to be the college basketball final too. Cause I think college basketball gets around the 22 million mark. Um, Anyways, just so people know, like how popular the NFL is, like their first Thursday night game is going to basically be 90, you know, 95% of all viewerships, sporting viewerships in the country for the whole year.
0: People like football, people like the NFL.
1: Yes, they do did uh on that note do you, did you know like the uh, have you heard about their new contracts they signed the nfl the tv contracts
0: um no i don't okay. think i've heard about the nfl tv contracts
1: well here you go i'm gonna tell you that right now nice so a so between espn CB, uh, cbs fox and nbc the nfl signed a new tv rights deal um Starting in twenty twenty three to twenty thirty three, mm-hmm. and just look just look at this. This number should sh- this number should shock anybody that listens to it. The to- the totality of that contract is a hundred and thirteen billion dollars.
0: Holy cow! Over ten over,
1: years. Over ten years comes out to a, whatever, a roughly a hundred or sorry, ten point, roughly like eleven billion dollars a year, and that. Uh, maybe you know i follow this stuff so i know like other sporting contracts tv deals but to put it in perspective the nba's tv deal with espn and tnt um roughly two billion dollars a year so the nfl is putting up just in tv contracts 11 billion dollars a year between four networks man and now there was some interesting if you read into it like there's um Amazon is actually getting into the game a little bit Yeah. So Thursday night football starting in 2023. There's going to be some, there's going to be games on Amazon. Um, so, I, and I'm not sure what Amazon paid. I think I heard it was, I think it was in the range of five to $600 million um, to stream these games. Um, just tells you how popular, like how many, like how much money the NFL makes just in like TV rights. Um And also ESPN kind of sold their soul to the NFL these past few years. And they have been now rewarded. ESPN and ABC are going to uh, have two Super Bowls in the next 10 years as well.
0: I think I did hear about that one. Yes. I mean, there's like so much happening with contract negotiation. Because we talked about something recently when it came to TV contracts. But I don't know. I don't remember if it was the NFL because that's just a lot of different moving pieces for the NFL. Yeah, because the
1: NFL is kind of like different, you know, like with the NBA, they kind of just, it's just ESPN and TNT. Yeah. Whereas the, you know, the NFL really kind of spreads it out between four networks. Um, and I don't know if I, I do watch ESPN and, you know, the ES, ESPN got on the bad side of the NFL probably, mm-hmm. you know, five, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And the NFL started giving them really bad Monday night football games and their ratings started to kind of go down because nobody wanted to watch these games. It was just like a bunch of, you know, boring teams that no one cared about. So ESPN made a pivot. They they fired their president, and they hired a, a new one. I think it was his name is Jimmy Pitaro. And I think his number one goal was to get on the good side of the NFL. Um, and I think it did work because now, because there's two ripples. One is ESPN and ABC... Then now we'll have two Super Bowls, which is obviously huge. Um, and also the Monday, night, the Monday night football schedule, if you look this year, is actually better um, or on par with Sunday night football. So the Monday night ratings this year are going to be pretty good. And then to, even to top that all out is starting in 2023, Monday night football is actually going to be able to flex games in and out. And so that's pretty key because when you have the flex option, what what ESPN can do is if they have like, let's just say in week 10, they have two teams that are, you know, they have losing records. No one's going to care about them. They have some exclusive rights to change the game, basically. Like they can pick a game from Sunday, flex it into Monday, and give their game to a different network to help their ratings. So a little ripples there in the contracts that I think ESPN uh, really – Help their case out uh, by renegotiating and getting back on the good side of the NFL, or it so seems.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's all very interesting. Yeah.
1: And again, I'm probably like one of the only few people that actually follows all that. But I find it fascinating because a lot of these networks do vie for, you know, these primetime games. Like Sunday night football for NBC is huge, Thursday night football, you know, Fox has their supposed game of the week every week that they just call the game of the week. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know why, but sometimes it's not the game of the week,
0: Correct. but you know,
1: Fox has Fox has a great network, a uh, great relationship with the NFL. And I think ESPN finally, um, I think ESPN is finally, gonna, you know, have better games going forward. And especially with the super bowl, and this flex uh, the flex, uh, you know, priorities. Um I think it's looking good for ESPN when it comes to the NFL. Basically my whole point of this to say is the NFL is thriving. They're yeah. doing very well. Um they're they're not hurting.
0: No. no one should no
1: one should think that.
0: No, even the people who are like I'm not going to watch because they don't support on either side what the NFL is doing, like right. the NFL is still bringing in a lot of viewers. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah.
1: And, you know, they do. And we could get we probably don't have enough time to get into this today. I, I, you know, I think the NFL and this is where I kind of fall into a dilemma is the NFL does do a lot of things that are not player friendly and it can be not the best, you know, for pushing that forward. Like, you yeah. know, you know, especially with their, you know, how they can cut players without any salary guarantees or anything like that. Uh, not the best when it comes to players and the players union is really weak, unfortunately. Um, but a lot of those decisions I think do benefit the NFL when it comes to like the business aspect, you know, yes. and, you know, me, Emily, you and I have talked about this a lot. Is like, it, I love the NBA. Like I watch the NBA a lot, but I do have a serious problem. And I think the NBA should be more concerned about uh player, um, like players just sitting out random games. Like, I I just, I just don't think that's good for the sport. And I think that does do long-term damage because, you know, you got to think about a lot of people that come watch games, you know, not everybody can afford to go to these games all the time. You know, a family makes the effort, pays the money to go watch. I'm just going to say one player that does it a lot, Kawhi Leonard, who I really like, but tends to sit out a lot of games just randomly You know, if a family out there is going to watch Kawhi Leonard paying, you know, upwards of $500 uh, for a family, and then Kawhi Leonard just decides to sit out for rest, like, I think that does cause potential, like, that does cause long-term damage to the product. Um, I think the NFL does not have that particular issue that I think the NBA is facing um, currently. So bad for, you know, not great for the Players Union, good business decisions and there's probably a balance somewhere you know you can find between the nfl and nba um but right now it seems to be working out more for the nfl at least in a business aspect
0: yeah i mean at the end of the day they were all businesses so right as much and as think, the, even the ncaa doesn't want to think like their business their business and so yeah. the nfl is like that but like on steroids
1: right yeah i just i just think the nba should like I think the NBA should take into, like, I think they should be serious about, like, hey, we probably shouldn't have our best players just sitting out national TV games, you know, just randomly. And that, that, that will harm the product. At least I think so.
0: We'll see how it ends up, like, how they end up changing it up for that. If that means with the, you know, different channels or, like, yeah, if you don't, if you have players that are just not playing, like, we mm-hmm. can televise other games.
1: Right. Oh. Yeah, and that's the thing like, you know, you don't you, either you have a player like, hey, you got to tell us you're not. Like or have a set amount of, I don't know, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Have a set amount of games you're like I'm just not going to play. So the NBA can move those games around so you don't have like, you know, the big nights, the Saturday nights, the Thursday night, you know, NBA nights that everybody watches and all of a sudden the best players aren't playing. Or you know, 3 of 3 of the five stars and the games are sitting out like that doesn't help anybody anyways that was nba stuff but just wanted to say the nfl for everybody that loves to you know you know say bad things about roger goodell and them and he's not the best but business wise it's hard to it's hard to say anything they're doing wrong on the business aspect of it.
0: yeah which again, I think people forget that, that it's also a business because because it's like people's lives. And so they're like, well, you get wrapped up in the narrative of a player or a coach and that's great. But that like, it's, they're still selling you a product. Like you're still Mm -hmm. a consumer here. Um, The NFL and the players, like they are the creators. And Mm -hmm. so you don't want to get trapped in that being like, oh yeah. Like if you have issues with the NFL and you're like, well, I don't agree with this. Like, okay, that's, it's good if you have some issue like understand that mm-hmm. it's the business that you have an issue with not like necessarily a player or players i mean right. there are things that the players do that are of course problematic but um when it comes to the business side of things it's it's the nfl
1: yeah yeah and i think you know just real quick i know for this is nfl but the nba i think what what my guess is is going to happen is espn and tnt are going to start coming after the nba cuz because ultimately, it, you know, the ESPN and TNT are paying $2 billion to the NBA. yeah, And they're going to start having an issue like, hey, if players are sitting out, like, we're not giving you $2 billion a year. Yeah. And then it's going to start hurting the players' pockets because th- that's a big deal for the NBA, that $2 billion a year. Yeah. That allows these, you know, even these random middle, you know, middle of the pack players to make $80 million in the NBA, guaranteed salaries, you know. And I think if ESPN and TNT finally like are fed up with it, like, hey, our ratings are hurting because you, you have your star players sit out the most important games of the week, I think that's when you'll see a shift where the NBA will then, like, we're, okay, we're, let's, we have to figure this out. But the NFL does not have that issue right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. sure we'll revisit the NBA when the season picks up this yep. winter. But- yeah. So, the NFL, as an NFL fan, is your game of the week an NFL game?
1: Probably. And it's probably going to be um, a player I really like. Of course yes. so, <laughs> so, my game of the week, actually, I think it's actually a really good game, is actually the Buccaneers versus the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Um, obviously, for one reason, I like to watch Tom Brady. But the other reason I think the, the Rams look good with Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um that's you know that 's an nFC battle that's a potential playoff um you know they both of those teams could reach the playoffs and play in the playoffs potentially in the nFC championship game. Um, I think you have the Los Angeles Rams defense going up against Brady, so you got like the pass rushing there and see how Brady does against that and then of course, the Buccaneers also have a good defense um see how Matthew Stafford holds up against them um I think all over all around, I think this is the best game of the week for the NFL. And fun fact, it is actually Fox's game of the week. And I agree with it this week, at least.
0: Oh man, you should write to them and be like, you did it right. You got it.
1: (laughs) You got the game of the week, actually like the real game of the week.
0: (laughs) Instead of being like, ah, the dolphins and. I don't know who's. See the funny. They put the game of the the Jets.
1: (laughs) The game of the week. I think this week was the Cowboys versus the Chargers, I think, was oh. Fox game of the week. And I was like, no, that was the Chiefs and Ravens. Like, you know, the, the, the game of the week was the Chiefs and the Ravens. Like, that's what everybody wanted to watch. But anyways, that's my game of the week uh, looking forward.
0: Solid pick. Mm-hmm. Very solid pick. Mine is college football. It is Arizona versus Oregon. I think the Oregon Ducks, they're going to be helping carry the Pac-12 to the finish line of the season um unless Arizona challenges them I don't think they will Oregon beat a very decent Ohio State a couple of weeks ago so mm-hmm. it should be Oregon kind of blowing out Arizona but I think it could be it, it could, has the potential to be a fun game because the Pac-12 uh remains the most inconsistent thing ever
1: <laughs> right so like I don't know much but isn't like Oregon the only like you said, Oregon carries the Pac twelve at this point, right?
0: It has been in recent years. Yeah. But I also thought Utah was gonna do well. Uh-huh. But they I mean, Utah's not doing great. And really? UCLA is, U- is ranked right now, but or they were ranked, but I'm not certain they're gonna stay ranked. I don't think they uh-huh. are that good. USC US- is, is always overrated. <laughs> yeah, USC
1: It's so funny. USC was so good for so long, and now they just can't seem to figure it out, which is really funny because they should probably be really good, like, honestly.
0: Um, Yes.
1: They're, like, the premier – they are the premier team in California, which puts out, what, the second most NFL players in the country, Um they should be better
0: that you are correct like Like, it's so weird where you're like ah usc this this team that has been so good throughout history and then you're like what is going on and firing a coach (laughs) mid-season what are you doing
1: not even mid-season it's like two games two games games
0: in you fired the coach what (laughs) what you want to talk about lighting money on fire That's lighting money on fire right in mm-hmm. front of all of us. Like, just let him finish out the season
1: and I the know. contract.
0: No, because yeah, they not I mean, using a, an agency to search for a new coach.
1: Yeah, midseason, nothing is going to happen. They need first. They, that's what USC does need. Is first, they need to get a good coach, probably yes. like a real coach that can recruit. Because USC should not have a problem recruiting great players. Like it, they, like that, just should not be an issue for them. That should probably start at getting a good
0: coach. I wonder if Bill Belichick's interested. Hey, well, you know, everyone thinks Urban Meyer and Urban yeah. Meyer had to be like, no, and I'm like, yeah, you're gonna get real that up do losing in Jacksonville.
1: That? Do you believe Urban Meyer? Like, I I'm do still, believe
0: him. I don't think he wants uh-huh. to go back to college football.
1: See, I don't think he'll go back after one year. Like, no, I, people think like, there's people like thinking he's just gonna quit after one year, and I'm like, I don't know about that.
0: No, he's going to give it a couple of years. He's going to yeah. try to build the program. It helps that like um, Trevor Lawrence is young. Mm-hmm. And so I think Urban Meyer is like, yeah, I can do something with this. I have this young quarterback. I can build a team around him um, and go from there. And I would hope they have that expectation of it being the first season mm-hmm. of a lot for both of them and like other players. that They're like, all right, we're going to we're going to work through this and figure it out. Um or they have an unrealistic expectation that they were going to win every game. But I don't think Jacksonville fans had the highest hopes. They were excited, but, like, they understood right. where they stand.
1: Got to keep those expectations in line.
0: Yeah, you got to, you got to like, have very low expectations as a fan yep. of teams like Jacksonville. The yep. Browns, even people in Ohio have, like, not the highest expectations for the Browns. And mm-hmm. Baker's been doing some great stuff. Yeah. But like it, it, they didn't expect the first season he was there that they were going to win the Super Bowl. I think oh. they could stand a chance in the next couple of years. Yeah. Yep. I I agree with you. So. Huh? Anyways, Oregon carrying the Pac-12, yeah. hoping other teams start to pick it up. We'll see. Um, <laughs> what's your hot take of the week?
1: All right, I'm I'm all over it. I'm all over the place. Here. It's all good. It's a
0: sports podcast. You can talk about all the things. We talk about pop culture. If you want to talk about the Bachelor, do it.
1: I, I do watch Bachelor in Paradise. Um, that's quite a show. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and actually, just a little. I'm not going. That's not my hot take. But I actually this could be a hot take. I think Bachelor in Paradise is the best of the the Bachelor universe.
0: I think people I think, agree with you there. I think everyone I, agrees.
1: Because it's 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 just has so much drama and it's just great. <laughs> it's it's way better than The Bachelor or Bachelorette, in my opinion. My real hot take of the week is is this a hot take? I don't know. So I don't know if you know the US Open happened for it tennis is. in New York City, Novak Djokovic lost in the final. Love that. Love to see that happen. Um but I'm going to give a little hot take here. And I am a huge Federer fan, as you know. I yeah. think we did a whole podcast about it. I really think Novak Djokovic is, is probably the greatest tennis player of all time. Um, I also think no one cares, <laughs> like, to be quite honest.
0: Because he uh, has a bad attitude?
1: Because I don't think people like him. I, I There's, like, of course, a, a group of people that love Novak Djokovic, right? Um and there's a huge portion of the of the population that watches tennis like me that can't stand Novak Djokovic. I'll put that aside to say I I do uh, I do think he is the greatest at this point. Um, this is my whole theory with you know Brady as well is at some point Novak Djokovic is just doing so much, it's becoming hard to argue otherwise. Yeah, like he's he's beaten Federer many times at the biggest stage. Uh, He's beaten Nadal. Um, He now has as many Grand Slams as all of them. Um, He has a winning record against both of them. Um, He has what he did at the French Open, and he beat Nadal at the French Open, which is a huge deal because Nadal doesn't lose at the French Open. And Novak Djokovic has now done it twice to Nadal at the French Open. Um I think it's becoming to the point I think it's becoming to a point where it's hard to argue against Novak Djokovic um being the greatest tennis player. Um he's just so good. He he almost won the calendar grand slam, but he didn't. Uh did make me very happy, but he did get close. <laughs> Federer is still my favorite always will be, um but as if I'm looking at it objectively, I, I think it's getting to the point; it's hard
0: to argue against Novak Djokovic.
1: Federer's still the greatest, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, for our tennis fans who listen, they might think that's a hot take. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a pulse on the tennis community. I ask well, you when I have tennis questions.
1: Well, a lot of people don't like. I mean, I, Novak Djokovic's attitude is just not the best, and yeah, I, I don't know if you watch the USO. There's just times he just does things on the court that. I think he gets a pass for quite honestly. Yeah. Um that other players don't. Um I don't want to turn this into like an issue, but like people kill Serena Williams for acting out sometimes mm-hmm. like being emotional on the court, mm-hmm. like saying she doesn't know how to act and this and that. Um like Novak Djokovic does that all the time and usually worse than Serena Williams has ever done. Like there was a, a during the US Open final um like a ball was kind of bouncing and one of the ball girls was running to get the ball and he like pretended you know like you kind of pretend to hit the ball and it scared the ball girl like she like like she like hit her face like he she thought novak Djokovic was about to hit the ball at her and i don't think that's a great look and no one apparently like it was like a minor deal like i just i just think if another player Again, I'm not trying to make it into that. But if Serena Williams did something like that, I think it would have been used for like three days. You know, like she was, you know, I just don't like his antics on the court. I'm just not, I'm not a fan of it. And I think he gets away with a little too much.
0: I think you're not alone in that. Yeah, that's
1: that's all I got to say.
0: That's my <laughs> hot take. <laughs> I think it's a good hot take and I think it's a good explanation and a good, uh, some good tennis updates. Yeah. Which we like. Um, my hot take is that Georgia Tech is going to upset UNC this week, and I think US, UNC is uh, ranked too high. And Ooh. Georgia Tech's not ranked at all. But
1: uh, What's I don't think
0: UNC—they're UNC, like twenty-four. Ah. So when I say they're ranked too high, I mean, why are they ranked? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I wouldn't know, but I'll I'll root for that upset.
0: I mean, I like UNC. I just don't see them. I don't think that they're there yet, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Mac Brown has them in a good place, but um, my faith is lacking in the tar heels when it comes to football. Well,
1: well, we'll see. We'll find out.
0: I know find out this weekend. it'll be great. We'll recap it um so first, I want to thank you for coming on and talking oh. about the n f l role and like bringing all of the different like fun facts and stats that Emily and I really never get into. Um, I think it's very like helpful to just like have more insight to those types of things.
1: No, thank you for having me on always willing to come and give you a little, little stats here and there that not many people pay attention to. And I like to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate it. And I'm sure the folks listening do as well. Um, Emily Jarenka will be back next week. So we'll, Sorry, you had to deal
1: with the B team
0: this week. I, you're not the B team. You're the <laughs> A team. Um, um, you're you're part of the team. But um, we'll we'll talk more about like college football next week. Um, be sure to t- subscribe to Tailgate Society podcast. Check out the different um, articles coming out. You know, college football is happening. NFL is happening. WNBA is happening. There's lots happening to like follow up on. So be sure to check out the content. But we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.